Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 84th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And we finally made it to our top 10 games of 2023 yes. episode. We've, we, we kind of set a line, like a limit on where we were going to cut off um, the games. Because yeah, we still have full t- disclosure. Yeah, we still have a lot of games from 2023 we still need to play. Yeah. But um, we had to draw the line somewhere because we cannot play everything, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, as much as we may want yeah. to. <laughs> so we we cut that line at our last episode. So anything we play from this point out, we're just going to count towards 2024. And uh, some of those games did even just, you know, arrive in December yes. or arriving in January. And some of them we had just not the right spot to play them in. So, And that being said, some <clears throat> of the ones um, that we played like that are on this year would have been, uh, might might look like 2022 uh, games, but we received them yep. in 2023, played us. them in 2023. So, yeah. yeah. So we just count them if we play them, you know, in yeah. between <laughs> our best of episodes, then, yeah. it's, then it counts for that current year. <laughs> yeah. So, and I also have a very scratchy voice um, that I'm trying to deal with. I've been sick the last few days. So bear with me um, as I try to keep that under control. But we wanted to get this one out because we also want to get onto our most anticipated list uh, for the next episode, I think. Yes, which we're already a month into the year. So want to get on it. Yeah, so we are going to start this one off. We're going to do our 10 through 6 and then we're going to finish off um with the five through one but we'll have a little uh like audible break there in the middle <laughs> to uh to break it up a little bit so do you want to start or do i want to start i don't know you want to rock paper scissors okay sure all right we just did two we <laughs> it tied was scissors and scissors and then it was scissors and paper so, so Anna win. marie wins so what do you want me to go or you to go you can go okay. but before we do that um just wanted to say, what did I want to say? Oh, crossovers. Oh yes. Okay. I think <clears throat> I think we're gonna have lots. I yeah, I'm gonna go I with w- five. <laughs> I'm gonna go with five. I, I just... think you're probably not wrong. Let me see. Yeah. Let me let me just do a quick little look here. I would say one, two, seven. Three. Like <laughs> I would say five is a good bet. Yeah. yeah. Right. So like I think, I think we're pretty close. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Because we know. We've been very excited about a lot of the same games. So. Yeah, and we've obviously played majority of the same games. Yeah, and, and yeah. at the at the end of this, we'll go over our honorable mentions and see which ones kind of didn't make the cut or whatever. Because yeah. there was like this was a really tough yeah, list to make. Yeah, it was. I think I had like twenty games I was considering for these this top ten. Yeah, at least yeah. So um, okay, for my number ten, this is a game we played relatively recently. Um, I want to say maybe back in like October or something like that. Okay. And this one comes from Stonemeyer Games. And this one is the sequel to Scythe, the Expeditions. Mm. Um, Fun game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked this one. I did not know much about this one going into it. And um, I knew it, it was like... Uh, apparently some sort of sequel to Scythe, but I didn't know how it played. I had no idea. Um, then we ended up getting the the game and then getting the player mat for yeah, it. Yeah, really pretty. And, yeah, it's awesome player mat. And um, yeah, I really liked this one. It was it was um, 
way different than Scythe, obviously. Oh, yeah. Completely, Completely different, game. different game. But yeah. the, I like the theme of this, where yep. it takes place... In, the only the only similarities really are the that it takes universe. place in the same universe, and that you, you walk a little yeah. mech around. after the events of mm-hmm. Scythe. Yeah, and, it, and the whole theme of it is that, like, uh, these asteroids were crashing into the north, I think in, like, Siberia or something, and uh, you're kind of going up there on an expedition to... Because uh, some people went up there in, in to explore and find out what was yeah, going on, and then they never they never returned. So yeah. you're kind of you're everyone's getting together and getting a, their mechs powered up and heading out there to see what the deal is with these yeah. meteors, trying or, to gain riches and yeah. yeah. And it's there's the board is like tiles, and you're going up and you're exploring the tiles and flipping them over and seeing what happens underneath. And there's a bunch of cards. I like the cool card play in it. Oh where yeah. You're, uh, you're kind of doing like a building your tableau up of cards and things. I really, really liked it. I yeah. thought it was um, really good. And to be fully honest, I'd rather play this than Scythe. Me too. So <laughs> there's Me that. too. And, and that's I, probably an unpopular. Um, yeah, I just opinion, but I just think that this was. It's a different game. Yeah, it's, it's more a accessible. Totally different game. They're and, not. And it was. I don't know. I just liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, I agree. I really like that game. Yeah, so that's Expeditions is my number ten. Nice. What's yours? My number 10 is something we played quite a bit early on in 2023. And this was one that I was super excited about. I want to say, I haven't looked back, but I want to say it was on my most anticipated list. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing this on the Kickstarter or pre-order. And I just, I was excited about it when it first, when I first saw it. Okay. And that Mm -hmm. is Power Plants. Oh yeah, cool. and this game, uh, you're playing. You're playing as a wizard, and you're trying to grow the best ingredients for all your potions and and things. Yeah, and so you have um, right, your wizards, and there's you. Like, you all like share a garden. garden. Yeah, you have one garden that all the wizards, so all the players are sharing. Yeah, and so you you want the best ingredients, so you go and you set your sprites loose on all the other wizards. Um, their little patches of you know stuff and you try to and take them over so it's kind of like area control but yeah. just a fun friendly theme um and you've got really beautiful wooden um tokens like pieces to yeah, like cool. that make up the board mm-hmm. and a lot of um very like um variable play in this because they have a whole bunch of different um different herbs and that you can use so you can you switch out the cards yeah and I just had a ton of fun with this one. I, I thought it was fantastic. It lived up to the hype for me, and I had a ton of fun playing it. So I did like that one too. My number ten is Power Plants, and that one I guess I should say, um, designed by Adam Dalton and published by Kids Table Board Games. Right. Okay. Yeah, that was a that was a Kickstarter. Yeah, I, I think say. so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one was cool. That was a fun one. I like it. Okie dokie, my number nine is a game we played like very recently. <laughs> um, and this one I, I I heard about and I heard a lot of people were really hyped on it. And then um, we, yeah, I pre-ordered it, but uh, our, no, I don't remember how this worked. Either way, <laughs> um, this one we got, yeah, I think we got it in December and we played it in early like maybe in a month ago or something like that yeah so it just snuck in onto uh into eligibility mm-hmm. for us and this one was kutna aura the city of mm. silver yeah uh, this one from czech games edition um, such a fun game yeah this one 
So uh, this is, I think this is what I was trying to get out is that um, I didn't know much about it. I heard it was cool. I heard a lot of people liked right. it. And then I played it at our game day yes. with the whole Kelowna crew. And I played it a four player and I wasn't too keen keen on it. I was like, okay, that was fine or whatever. I didn't, because there was parts of the board that I didn't understand what we were doing. There were and, parts of the board you didn't even use. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then so I took our, I opened up our version of it here at home and then I, I set it all up and because you wanted to play it and we played a two player version of it and really liked the two player version. Yeah. After I started to understand what the different things were that was going on in that game. Um, so yeah, I really liked it and it was like, it went from like a, like six for me, you know, being like, okay, that was was fine. fine. But if if I never play it again, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Um, to being like, I don't know, a seven or eight for sure. Uh, No, I'd say an eight, you know, kind of for me. I really liked it. Um, yeah, that was, it was a lot of fun and it had a good, um, a good clip. Like it went along it a good cl- at a two player. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And it just had a cool theme about mining for the silver in this, this real Czech town. Yeah. And, um, just all the goings on. I, I just really liked it. it. It, it worked really well, especially at two players. So it had cool different board aspects, like multiple yeah. boards and, and yeah, I, I liked just it liked too. it a lot. It, um, it just, yeah, worked really well, but I'm, and I'm surprised it made it onto my list because I, that first play, I was just meh. <laughs> But then it really came around for two players. So yeah. if you haven't played this one, uh, I do recommend it at two player for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Kutna Aura, my number nine. All right. My number nine also played very recently. I would say in, in December, I think. <laughs> and this one I was really, similar story actually. Um, I was debating putting this on my list. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, no, I, I really do enjoy this game. Um, the reason I debated is because it is the fourth in a series of games that we have. And the second in the series Mm, (laughs) is like our favorite family game, which you've heard us talk about a lot. My number nine is Forbidden Jungle. Yeah. And that one, uh, comes, uh, designed by Matt Leacock and published by GameRight. And I was thinking, I'm like, well, would I rather just play Forbidden Desert? Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> but Forbidden Jungle was, um, it was the closest to, I think, Forbidden Desert. Yeah. And it, ha- but it had neat mechanisms. The way the board moved was differently. So I still love that they had the moving board. It was hard, hard. Yeah. Like I, we've played it quite a bit and I don't, I don't think we've ever won a game. Uh, no, we never have. <laughs> and I think, I think to your point is uh, that Forbidden Jungle is basically very similar to forbidden desert but just with more things going on yeah there are more things going on so it's a little more crazy but yeah and so you have super difficult yeah but it's a lot of fun i like the theme a lot yeah and yeah so um i i said i still need to give forbidden sky more of a chance i think i need to try that one again but that one Mm. wasn't my favorite yeah but forbidden jungle has like I great. really like this yeah. game. So, yeah, I I debated and I'm like, no, you know what? I really like this. <laughs> we played it a lot. I would play it again. Um, so, yeah, to me, that one's another another home run um, from Matt Leacock. I love that. At Forbidden Jungle, my number nine. Cool. Okay, let's go to number eight here. This one we played, um, yeah, back in, I think, October, November, somewhere in there. 
Um, so again, towards the end of the year, um, and this one was really highly anticipated by both of us. Um, and, um, for good reason. And this Mm. one is last light from gray Fox games and, uh, designer Roy Canada's first first game or first big game. Anyway, such a great game. Yeah. And this one is that four X game. The whole reason this game, uh, was so popular or uh the, the hype us. around yeah. it was that it was a 4x game that you play in roughly an hour yeah and it kind of was that exactly you yeah know? um and we played it with mm, i think all the different player accounts oh, except for the big expansion i think for yeah uh, we didn't play the yeah, big expansion no. one yet. but we played the base box with all the different player accounts and it was great it was it was um exactly as advertised it was a 4x game that you could uh, it scaled play. well like yeah. the timing was yeah and he had tons. He put tons into it. Um, the board was the cool. Board the board cool. moves around. Exactly. With the rondelles moving mm-hmm. around, the planets um, revolving around yeah. this, the center a star that's dying. And I just loved it. All the oh, different yeah. alien races yeah. and stuff. And it was quick and snappy and simple um, yeah. and fun. Yeah. And I, I really liked it. So I knew this one would be in my top 10 as soon as I played it. I just didn't know exactly where, but uh, yeah. It, uh, there it is, there sitting it at All right. number, eight number eight for me, Last Light. Nice. All right. My number eight, uh, we played this one, I I, I want to say mid-year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, again, was, I think, on if not the highest, one of the highest on our um, most anticipated lists. And this one is The Stuff of Legend. Mm, yes. Designed by Kevin Wilson and published by 3WS Games. Yeah. And so the stuff of legend, it's the story of this uh, little boy in World War II who gets taken uh, into his closet by the boogeyman and his stuffed animals are uh, and his toys like are going into his closet to to go find him and go yeah. and try to bring him home. Yeah. And uh, super cool comes with like, I believe we got the, the first couple comics with it because mm-hmm. it's based off of a graphic novel and great story and the game yeah super fun trying to it's tough yeah, too yeah you're you're moving around and going on adventures and trying to find trying like to secret locations and quiet and, 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 yeah and try to yeah try to pick or find out where the boy has been taken to yeah. and find the right uh spot for you to finish the game because if you pick wrong then you uh yeah you lose right it's so. a cooperative game so you're working together mm-hmm. and yeah very, very interesting game. So that is my number eight, The Stuff of Legend. Good one. Thank you. Okay. My number seven is a game we played again very recently. <laughs> this one was in December, I believe, again. Um, and this one, uh, I did not know what to think of at all um, going into it. And I was really, really pleasantly surprised with this one. And this one is Apiary. So good. From uh, Stonemeyer Games, their newest uh, one. So I got two Stonemeyers here, actually, with there Expeditions and, and Apiary. Um, yeah, and this one is uh, a silly theme of of bees uh, in space. Mm-hmm. And, Love it. Yeah, and it, but it's a cool uh, worker placement game where yeah. you're 
you're putting these bees out to do work and every time you put them out there they're kind of getting older and then they kind of age out and you but kinda, as they get older they get stronger yeah and the, yeah exactly they're kind of leveling up but and then, and they then you age have to out. send them out or send them to the hibernate hibernation chamber and it kind of ticks along the mm-hmm. the uh the end the, of games the time track. clock for yeah. the game and you're you're yeah doing all this different resource management and putting these bees out and flying around this big ship in space and going to different planets and stuff it's really cool right a great cool theme they worked really well and i really really liked the 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 uh mechanisms absolutely of, of the worker placement here about a level one b versus a level two versus a level three b and where you can put them yeah. and why and the different things that they can do when they get there and one of the cool. things i love about this game is the board is big and it's it's uh clean it's yeah, a very it's really clean good. board the iconography is fantastic you yep. know what you're doing in every spot um and it's yeah, I really like the way it's laid out. Yeah, it was a simple enough game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the uh, easy to teach, easy to learn. Yeah. Lots of fun, lots of strategy, and it was great and at two-player. And the two cool player. theme. I love it. And a great Bees theme. in space, yeah. Yeah, so Apiary was my number, what did I say, seven? Yes. It's a seven, number seven Apiary for me. All right. My number seven, uh, we have played more recently than the stuff of legend. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. so this one I would say was probably a December play for us as well. November, maybe not sure. And um, Devere, man. Mm-hmm. So published by Devere, they're the, one of those medium sized boxes. Yep. This is the white castle. Nice. And uh, designed by Isra C and Shay S. And this game so much fun. Um, it is so good. Just, again, there's worker placement, there's dice placement, there's, um, you're, you're trying to, you know, you've got gardens that you can go to, to, to put your dice. You can, you're going into the castle, building it up. You've got gardens and, um, training areas for your warriors. Yeah. It's great worker placement stuff. It's, and it's yeah. snappy and, and easy and. Yeah. Quick it, and simple enough, but lots of strategy, lots of, uh, lots of, um, and you cannot do everything you want to do. No. Like you just it's have great. to pick something and go with it. And mm-hmm. you feel like you need 10 more turns, but the game ends. Yeah, it ends quickly. It, it ends super fast. Three rounds or something and the game ends. And, just, and you oh, feel like so you should awesome. have accomplished so much more, but you kind of get there at the end. You accomplished. You accomplished enough, you know. And our games, all the games we've played have been fairly close. Like yeah, there haven't been close. blowouts. So even though you don't, you know, maybe you went different routes, mm-hmm. you, you still end up fairly similar. So I really, yeah, I've enjoyed every game of this one and uh that is yeah i loved it yeah the white castle cool good my one. number that was number seven. seven so we're down to the final couple picks for the first half of our top 10 here um, one more right yeah this yeah. is a uh, number six coming in here now uh this one for me we we played um i want to say this was in the early year of 2023 somewhere probably in the spring okay. i want to say okay. and i was absolutely floored by it um i did not know what to expect at all i thought Ooh, i don't know this could be either like a nothing game yeah. or i guess we'll see but it turned out to be an awesome game 
And this is the Star Wars deck building game. Oh, so from good. From Fantasy Flight. It was yes. so much fun. So much fun. It was really, really good where you're playing. One of you is the Rebels and one of you is the Empire. Yeah. And you're battling over these cards and you're trying to gain cards to your side. And then you've got ships that you've got to protect your planet with. Yeah. You're, you're just trying to blow up each other's planet. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and there's you've got like a... A center row where you can have cards that either of you can try to get. Yeah, you're trying to like so draft those cards out of that row so to your like side. Neutral characters, and then mm-hmm. there are characters for your team, and like for the rebels, and then for the yeah. And you can yeah. try to shoot them out of the row. Like you can try to eliminate those cards yeah. so your your uh, opponent can't draft that card. Yeah. And lots of cool oh, stuff super going on fun. this one. I really liked it, and I lo- I loved the. Uh, the force track in there where it was like yes. a push and pull thing where it's like the force is stronger with the dark side or the force is stronger with the light and side. And it helps you out or, yeah, or depending on what you did. If you, if you if could you're pull strong that track the towards yourself, mm-hmm. you could use cards that use the force and things. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, it was really good. I thought it was so much fun. And, yep. you know, just a generic Star Wars deck building game. I thought, well, oh yeah. See. But then, wow, it was awesome. I, I did not expect it. To turn out like that, yeah, like not not that good. I expected it. I expected it to be good, but, but I didn't. It was very good. I didn't expect to have that much fun, and that it would be that good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's awesome. That's my Great number pick. six. All right, my number six. Again, I think what is on our most anticipated list, and this one is a solo game that uh, we played together. And it comes, uh, it is the the Halls of Hegra. Mm, yes. Uh, designed by Peter Shank Olson and published by Tompet Games. And so this one um, is where you're, you're commanding a group of Norwegian volunteers that are um, fighting uh, the German forces that are, that way outweigh them. Yep. Like they're, they have way more soldiers <clears throat> and they're just hunkering down and trying to defend themselves and, and fight them off. And, um... So good. We oh, it was and awesome. it was great playing this. We played it. It's a solo only game, but we played it co op, like together, just yeah. making all the decisions together and, and doing it. And it played great like that. Yeah, I remember when we reviewed it. Um, the designers um, messaged us saying that they hadn't heard anyone on any podcast at all mention playing this as a co op. Yeah, and they were just. Uh, impressed with that that we had so much fun playing it as a co-op because yeah it was a solo game but we just made all the decisions together yeah and it was yeah it was great and it was cool for them to to talk to us and and uh yeah hear our opinions and be uh, happy to uh, hear our opinions yeah. so that was pretty cool. and that yeah. it was something different <clears throat> yeah and then other people actually chimed in on that conversation being like oh man i never thought about that and i'm gonna listen to it now just to hear that perspective because yeah. they'd heard of it heard the other podcasters talk about the solo just the solo and, version yeah. and yeah so that was neat that yeah was cool. yeah that's i i think this game was fantastic yeah tough decisions mm-hmm. and uh yeah really tough decisions but very very good so that's my number six and that is halls of hegra great so um we're gonna take a quick water break here and then we will be back with our top five of 2023 we'll be right back Alrighty then, here we are with our top five games uh, that we played in 2023. So I will start it off with my number five. 
this one we played again i think this one was early maybe spring or maybe early summer that we played this one and it um i wasn't i did, i don't know i don't know when i first saw this one i don't i didn't have a ton of interest in it and i think you had a lot of interest in it okay and um <laughs> it's always fun when this happens yeah where you were just like oh i really want to get that one and i was like okay sure like whatever yeah, yeah. i mean it doesn't look bad but yeah. like it, it wasn't exactly something i was too in, too interested in um but then after playing it found out it was super good and that one is earth uh this so one good. from uh, inside up games and i think the only reason i didn't i wasn't drawn to it is because of the of the artwork now i'm not oh my saying goodness that art- that's well, the, like one thing that drew me to well, it right off the bat <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's just different for me where it just looked um uh, obviously it's like a pretty picture but it's almost like uh photorealistic for sure but and it's that's, so pretty well i know it is pretty for sure but it just for me for Vibrant. a board game cover it's like i get it it's not what i'm usually looking for it doesn't like look like photo. a board game yeah it almost I looks think, like a calendar yeah you know absolutely instead of a board game yeah so i was like okay well sure i'm like whatever and, but it was so much fun. Yeah. I liked this one a lot. There was lots of cool things going on in this one. Yeah. And um, where you're literally, that you're composting cards and you're growing yeah. up little mushrooms, mushrooms trees yeah. out of the card itself by piling these little wooden tokens yeah, on top of each other. Yeah, the components were fantastic. Yeah. The artwork in the game was great. The components were awesome. I just loved the gameplay. I knew early on that this one was like a in competition for the game of the year for sure yeah right when i first played it and it's yeah you're just making an ecosystem there's flora and fauna and you're putting these cards out and i think you're trying to make a three by three grid is that what you're you're making a grid you're exactly but it's first person to put out the grid um complete the grid when or it triggers the end of the game and this one is where you're um no matter what action like you do an action, yeah, but there's a the minor action that your that your opponents get yeah. to play, and so that you're always playing, you're always that's getting right. to do something to help yourself out. Exactly. So you're always and you're, it's like a major and a minor action. Always busy in this game. Yeah. Always, always playing. There's always something happening even yeah. on your opponent's turn, and they're picking a certain type of action. You're like, oh, okay, great, that's great for me, or okay, that's fine, I'll do this, whatever. Yeah. But like. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. We haven't played it in months because that was, seriously, I think we last time we played it was the summer. Yeah, and but, it's just because um, we've had so many other we've had games so much to, to do, play. But it's been sitting right there on the top of the shelf yeah. ever since. And it's it it really, really was good. Oh, yeah. Um, And here it is uh, kicking off my top five of, the, of 2023. All right. Yeah. So this is a funny one again. So we're at this point. Hold on. So we're yeah. at this point. We haven't had a single crossover. Nope. So the potential right now is we'd have to go five for five. Yeah. Or we'd have to, ha- oh no. Or no, if wait, I wait, had wait, some wait. There's from still mine. nine games to be listed, so we could potentially still You could have cross quite over with, po- with my previous ones. I could cross over with yeah. older ones, and you could cross over I with my older feel, ones. I still feel, yeah. But I've, right now we have zero. We could have like the same top five. Who knows? Yeah. You know? Um, okay. So this has been happening a lot so far. I think it's like the third time where we have similar things to start off but with Mm -hmm. different games so my top five not or my number five not earth um but i also was not drawn to the cover (laughs) of this one the the game itself sounded really fun but the i i was not initially a fan of the artwork and i was like Mm. i don't know if i'm gonna like this game if the 
if it's going to translate. Right. Um, I love the game. So obviously it, it worked well. Uh, and that is uh, Seas of Havoc. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that uh, <laughs> designed by Sebastian Bernier Wong and Peter Gorniak and published by Rock Manor Games. Yep. Um, so yeah, not a fan of the cover art. It's grows on yeah. me, but it's not my favorite cover. It's, it's, I think a lot of people would agree this. They could have done, yeah. chosen a different picture. Yeah. But the art inside the game mm-hmm. is different. It's yep. not, it's not that same style. So anyways, um, but this game I think is just fun pirating. It is. Yep. <laughs> like just nonsense it's just drive your boat around shoot at cannons oh, at each other it's and, so fun you're, you're yeah. having to like position your ship so you're getting ready to you know yeah shoot cannons at your uh, opponents but you have to shoot them out of the side where the cannons yep. would be you don't shoot them from the front to the back mm-hmm. and you've got a uh, you can get into like whirlpools you can get into like hit rocks you got to try to get away from them and it's just a small grid and so yep. <laughs> you're moving north south east west just like and yeah. it's and you can be shot because the board wraps that like, yeah. I can shoot you, I can shoot through the left and it'll come all the way back yes. to the right and shoot you in the back <laughs> and, sort of thing. And after you move, you have to change the orientation yeah. of your ship so that if you were moving east to west, then the next turn you're going to be moving like north south. It was and awesome. Yeah. And it's, I think it was, I really enjoyed it because I like when you are playing that type of game and I didn't care at all when I got bombarded with cannon fire it was just fun yeah and you have different you have like two um or your two like i think um captain cards but then they pair with a different ship so your ship has abilities and your captain has abilities but you can mix and match you mix and match you can take any captain and put it with any Any ship ship. and then different combinations of what those and just give you a couple cards can do for each other cards and and card drafting there's not drafting but they're little like the way you pick your um, actions is neat, kind of on the board. Like, it's just fun. I aren't you sending like little ships around to the different islands? Yeah, they're thing, and then there are different actions at those islands, like, like cards up... at the bottom that you can like, you can. Um, oh, like the upgrades and stuff. Upgrades that you can. What is the word I'm looking for? You can kind of hold them and say, mm-hmm. "I'm going to take this one," but it's like one of your actions, and yeah, and then you're. It's just, it's a fun. Game of Chaos. Yeah, I, I really it liked it. So that is my number five. That is Seas of Havoc. Okay. Uh, my number four is another one we played fairly early on in this year. Mm-hmm. I want to say back in the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one was one that I knew I was going to like mm-hmm. for sure. And that is the War of the Ring, the card game. So fun. Um, so War of the Ring is a big uh, dudes on a map battle. Uh, Takes an hour to set up, at yeah, least. <laughs> representing like the huge war in Middle yeah. Earth between the Ring and Sauron. And um, and Frodo. It's, well, yeah. No, like the, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Just, the Fellowship. Yeah. You know, and... Um, that that game is awesome, yeah. but it's a huge undertaking. Yeah, and like you said, takes time, commitment to set up, tons of time, time to set to up. Play. You have to have a huge amount mm-hmm. of room to do it. You have to play for several hours. Um, and what War of the Ring did, the card game was kind of give you the same thing, but just in cards, and it's so fast and easy to play. Yeah, um, that this just beats 
that version of the game because I mean, you're not like, I'm a huge um, thematic yes. board gamer and I love seeing a huge board and I love seeing miniatures on the board and going around doing the whole war thing. Like, yep. like risk style. Like I love that. But if I had to choose between the two, I'd take this one every day. Oh, cause you get it to the table because way more it, often. Yeah, you get to the table yeah. easy, put it away easy. It's super simple to understand what you need to do. Yeah. Um, you want, and you kind of get that whole mm-hmm. sort of, uh, experience, experience out of, I mean, it's not the same, no, right? for sure, but it's good enough for me you to You can get never, your fix. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That and then I when never you... need to play the big one, unless somebody at their house has set it up Yes, and uh, they want to go play that. Sure. But am I going to be setting that up anytime soon? No. Yeah. I'm going to be going straight to the War of the Ring and we've, uh, the card game, and we have several expansions for it now too that we haven't even played. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward if we to- we like the base game Yeah. That to much, see yeah. what that adds to it. And like, there's the Mines of Moria and there was something else over there that's uh, stacked behind something else yeah. I can't see. But this game was awesome. And I loved playing. I even loved playing as Sauron because yeah. most of the time I played Sauron yeah. and you played. I generally tend to play uh, the, the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> but and it is fun being both on those, right? Like, yeah, I trying really both ways. liked it. Um, it says it plays four player or whatever. And sure, because there's like the four factions, right? Yeah. That you can do. But playing it two player was just, oh, was absolutely. just as fun. Yeah. But we, we never actually tried it four player. No. I'd be curious to do so. But. Um, we loved love it, it two at player. Uh, two players. Yeah. So yeah, my, my number four is War of the Ring, the card game. And that comes from, uh, I didn't say it, Ares Games. Nice. Yeah. All right. My number four is our first crossover. Oh, okay. Uh, of the same number of the same game. Really? <laughs> my number four is War of the Ring, oh, the card cool. game. Good one. So, so, so good. Yeah. For all of the reasons we just said. Yeah, it's so good. I love this game. Love it. Love, 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 love. <laughs> War of the Ring, the card game, my number four. <laughs> okay, now I'm in my top three. Um, and these ones I jumbled around a lot while I was making this list. 100%. Um, yeah. And it was hard for me to really pick a favorite out of these three because these three are entirely different mm-hmm. from each other too. Where I was like, well, I love this one because of that. And that one's clearly the number one, but yeah. then I was like, well, what about that one? But I'm like, well, you're comparing like apples, oranges, and bananas with right. these three games. Yeah. So you could kind of put these in any order, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But if I had to put them in this order, this is the way I'm going to go. So number three um, is going to be uh, another crossover. Okay. Uh, with a game you mentioned earlier. This one comes from Tompet Games. That's Halls of Hegra. So good. Yeah. I loved this experience of this game. Uh, like we said before, just it's a solo game that we decided to play co-op and just trying to manage this game was so much fun. Yeah. Trying to keep the hordes of the invading Germans off of your walls and you're trying to dig snow and you're trying to go on missions to get uh, um, like your things, resources resources and, yeah and bring them back to the to the castle and and uh fix your weaponry and everything is just chaos all the time and you're constantly just trying to make the best decision you can yeah. but you can't make all the good decisions yeah. so like it's just what's best for us at this exact moment and what you think might be best yeah and it was just oh my yeah. goodness was it fun 
Yeah. I loved, loved, loved this game. And I, for a long time, this game was sitting at my number one. Oh, it's so good. All year up until fairly over the last few months. There's a couple more that came up. Yeah. But um, even till when I was making this list, I'm like, is this the, my number one? And yeah, it might be. Yeah. But um, certainly in my top three of the year. Absolutely. I loved, loved, loved Halls of Hegra. And I'm looking forward to uh, whatever else um, these designers... Uh, and maybe Tompat Games might do because yeah. I loved this. This was a full-blown war game Yeah, uh, that was just so thematic and so much fun. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. So, yeah, that's my number three, Halls of Hegra. And I love that it's based on of an actual event, ends, yeah. right? Like, uh, and the way that they made it, it just, yeah, it's very good. Very good. All right. My number three is... Our third crossover. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Coming fast and furious. Mm-hmm. Um, again, from all of the for all the same reasons, designed by Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games. That is Star Wars: <laughs> The Deck Building yep. Game. So good. So good. Yeah. Like, I love. So it. good. And this one is fun playing either side, playing the Empire, mm-hmm. playing the Alliance. Like, it's so fun and. Like you said before, the force, the force track, like keeping the force on your side, is it going to help you? Or do you let the other person have the force and kind of go in a different route? Yeah. But it could really harm you because it could give them such a super advantage. And, you know, do you try to save up your your points and your cards and your money to get, you know, the really big players? Mm-hmm. Are they really going to help you or are you going to get them just so the other player can't? And That was the thing too, right? So you could, yeah, you could steal those cards away and use them in a different in a, for its different ability, right? Yes. Yeah, that was really cool. And I loved that game. Oh, and when you when you destroy a card in the main row, you get to use like an ability, and that was great. Oh, it's just it's so fun, and it's e- that one's easy, easy to teach. Very. And easy. yeah, and That's you're just, just destroying fun. star bases. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, and each base has a different. Yeah, because you pick your base at the beginning, right? Like, yeah. I'm going to have Mustafar and you're going to have whatever, Kashyyyk yeah. or something. And then that planet gives you some a sort bonus of bonus. A bonus or a, yeah. And then. An ability. You're just trying to destroy each other's planet. And then it's simple as that. Yeah. But there's a whole lot going on in between that. It was yeah. so good. So much fun. So again, for the game being simple, easy to set up, easy to play, easy to learn. Yep. It is so much fun. So I highly recommend this for anybody um, if you're looking for a deck building game. Yep. Star Wars, a deck building game. Fantastic. My number three. Cool. So we're into the top two here. And this was a really tough decision for me. Yeah. Um, along with Halls of Hegra, I was considering these two as well. Both all back and forth for this top spot. And I'm going to have to go with, for my number two game of the year, is going to be from Devere, hmm. uh, The White Castle. Hey, another crossover. Yep. And the fourth. I knew right away that this one was going to be in contention for my top game of the year after the first play of it. And it was just awesome. It's what we've come to expect from Devere Games um, production-wise in these medium-sized uh, medium, uh, games where there's a huge game um in that box just like the red cathedral was so awesome um and 
what's the other one there? Luna Capital. Luna and Capital, Bamboo. Bamboo. And yeah. Now this one. And Funny where we were with Bamboo when we played. The theme wasn't the strongest, but the strong, gameplay the game was, was fun. Great. The game was great. Yeah, the game you know, was so. really, really good. Yeah. Um, but this one just had a great theme and great mechanics. And yeah, you're doing the worker placement thing with these. these and uh, production. They have those little amazing. bridges that you build yeah. that you yeah. set your dice on. And they just help make it look really nice. And, yeah. and there was tons of variability to it because you're always assigning all these different um, cards, uh, tiles and things yeah. to the to the to the different areas of the board. So every time you play this game, it's going to be completely different than the last time you played it. Right. Cause like in one game, this one spot could be an orange die and then the next game it could be a white and then yeah. it could be, and it's like, and a, you just don't know. So it's yeah. like, it's totally put out at random. Yeah. And I just, I loved it. As soon as we played it, I knew this one was right up there with the game of the year for me. And it still could be, like I said, um, but something has to be number two. Yes. So, that's what I went with. Although, yeah, this one was in and out of number one spot all year. So another yeah. great game from Devere, The White Castle. Excellent choice. Number two. Excellent choice. All right. My number two comes from Bang Up Designer, John D. Clare. Mm-hmm. Um, art by Quan Shai Moria. I'm adding the art in this one because I just love it. Yep. Um, and published by Brotherwise Games. Yep. And this one we've played very recently, and it is my number two game, and that is Empire's End. Yeah, that's a Holy great game. Holy Dinah. That game, talk about a game where I finish playing and I want to play it again. Yeah. And I finish playing and I want to play it again. And I've thought about this game so much since we played it. I'm yep. like, I want to play this. And you're like, no, we can't. We need to play other games so yeah. that we can talk about them. And figure, I'm like, but no, but I want to play it. And it's like, but we can't right now. And it was so, so good. We've played this one quite a bit. And that, um, I don't even know if I've said the title yet, but it's Empire's yep, End. You did. I did. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and this one, oh my goodness. So I'm going to mention the art here because gorgeous pastoral field cities great when you're laying out your tiles and then it's all it's all going to heck and you turn them over and you're and everything's red you're in orange you're in flames it's burning (laughs) and it's just like oh what do i do everything's on fire and um yeah the tiles when they're on fire they have like the flames are like shiny it's a different it's it's like smooth compared to the rest of the tile like and it's just this game the whole production of this game is oh, fantastic you're basically you're you've been the head of an empire you're the leader and your empire's been on top and you've been just doing amazing and it's starting to crumble and yep. it's and it crumbles there's fast all these different disasters happening and you have to deal with them or don't deal with them and there's the whole trying to not take a disaster card thing that's going on here and you're paying and paying and paying and you're trying to push the, your your oh. luck as far as you can so you don't have to take that card because then when you do it destroys that thing that's worth a lot of points for you yeah and then you have to spend a lot of resources to get that back and it's just it's an awesome game and again a simple design mm-hmm. it's not a complicated game to learn the rule book was fantastic yep uh easy to learn easy to set up easy to play and just the decisions are the fun part, right? Where do I put this? Where do I put that? Oh, no, I put it here. And then the next turn, it's destroyed. So it's not going to do me any good. And it's just fun. You're bidding. So you're blind bidding. You're 
um, in certain areas and then you're, um, you know, you have to pay your resources so yep. that you don't take a disaster. But then whoever does take the disaster, they get all the resources that have been placed on yeah. it to avoid it. So you can you have to take some of them. You oh, yeah. can't you're get gonna, away from it. You're going to be taking them for sure. It's and then it's which, which ones? ones and yeah. And I <laughs> when just. When is the right time to take one? When yeah. is it not? When is it? When is it worth pushing your luck? When is it not? It's so thematic. Mm-hmm. So thematic. Like it, it worked so well and the art brought it to life, I thought. And yeah. Yeah, I loved it too. I just, I thought John D. Clare, amazing. And yep. Empire's End is so much fun. I want to play it right now. It is very good. Right now. <laughs> Number two, Empire's End. Okay, so um, on to my number one board game of the year. Um, and it is another co- crossover, in fact, with your number two, because that's <laughs> <laughs> Empire's End from Brotherwise Games. Oh my gosh. John D. Clare, Quan Chai Moria. Um, I feel like I was a bit of, like gushing incoherently. So if you have any, no, that's yeah. You know. It's all those things. It's all the. It's a great design. It's got aspects of space base, which is one of my favorite games. So good, yeah. It's got that. Um, what's it? No thanks. Uh, yeah. Aspect to it about uh, piling resources onto a disaster card, and in order to not have to take it but then you're running out of resources and then you're trying to ca- kind of call each other's bluff. Like, okay, I'll send it around the table one more time. Yeah. Surely it's not going to get back to me to have to yeah. choose again. And then it does. And then you've spent all these resources, but then you do get them back if you, if you take the card, but now you have to destroy whatever uh, section of your empire that was labeled yeah. on that card. And now you've lost a whole bunch of points, but now you have that card. Now you can slide that card underneath something that's still um, yeah. thriving and you get kind of bonus actions for it. And now a whole pile of resources that hopefully you've collected from all the other people that didn't want that card. And and it's just awesome. And it's a linear, simple thing. You're just moving through yeah. the game and you're just kind of moving along <laughs> the 20 different steps to the game. And there's there's the it. mechanic where you, you can flip a tile back over from being destroyed but you have to pay a lot of resources yeah but then you know you can flip it over in potential for the next turn the next turn get destroyed again (laughs) so (laughs) yeah and we we played this for the first time uh like a month ago yeah and it's just been that good yeah and uh it skyrocketed right up to the top with with halls of hegra and the white castle for me yeah and um yeah i got it right there at my top end for this year nice and I loved it. Yeah. I will say I flipped a lot between, with a lot of these games in my top 10, but number one and number two yep. was the hardest I'm one for me. I'm curious what your number one is. Now I'm trying to look at it. So right now we have Empire's End, The White Castle, Halls of Hegra, and War of the Ring. And Star, and Star Wars, Wars The Deck, Deck Builder. We've so already we, at five. So we do have five. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. So does it start with an E? It does yeah, start it does. with an yeah. E, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah, I flip flopped back and forth a ton, but I just Earth Man. Yeah, my number one so, so good. Earth. It just um designed by Maxim Tardif and again inside up games. Just a gorgeous, fun, easy to play again. I love that. There's when you're doing your main action, everybody else does the minor action that's attached to it. And so you're always involved. You're always doing something. I love the components of this game, building up 
the little mushrooms trying to yep. make them like in the stall. They're super cool looking. Oh, and yep. different colored caps on them and and just trying to get your combos and because you're yeah you're laying out your cards into the grid and trying to combo them with what's above below beside it and 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 then you're like oh but I don't need that and just a thinky yep. it's thinky it's crunchy it's fun and I and you're always doing something so it's just there's always it, and it's always something good you know like yeah, you're like I oh it. I don't have enough you know, maybe I don't like resources or whatever for that. But then you do your turn and I get a minor action, which allows me to get a resource, which helps me to do my next thing. So you're always doing something good. And I, and I think that like lays heavily into the theme of this game because you're trying to grow things, right? You're trying to do good things. You're composting, you're, um, you're, you're working with different ecosystems together. And so you don't really get punished in this game right you're always doing good things and it's just it's so fun i I, again this one i wanted to play and play and play and yeah i could play that one right now as well but yeah earth i i love it a lot yeah it's very (laughs) yeah my number number one i'm looking at it here and so my top six are are all of our crossovers yeah Empire's End, The White Castle, Halls of Hegra, War of the Ring, Earth, and Star Wars. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of those could have been in different... I had um, Halls of Hegra at six. That The only reason I put that one there as opposed to higher is because because it is the solo with yeah. the two-player. And Seas of Havoc, I put above it because that one can be played like with a ton of people at any yeah. time. But... It easily Halls of Hagar could have been in my top five. Like it, it's such a good game, and yeah, it is. Um, yeah. But then, okay, I guess so. That's our top ten. Yeah. But then we have the honorable mentions, and it's so funny because so many of my honorable mentions were your top like mm-hmm. six through ten. Exactly. I still have. Um, so in my my um, honorable mentions here. I had you mentioned Seas of Havoc, Forbidden yeah. Jungle, the stuff of legend. Yeah. Uh, but then I have one, two, three, four, five, six others that you that you had. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. I had, I was trying to get on like Kutnohora and Apiary mm-hmm. and um, Last Light. You know, yeah. like I love all of those games. I was trying to make sure that I still had as like there were like because those games we played at the beginning of the year yep. were so fun we just played so many good games at the end of the year yeah. I was like I could easily have had a top 10 that we played in like October November December yeah no kidding cuz they were such good games um but but yeah so like those ones were all right there but there were other ones too that I had um like wormholes mm-hmm. wormholes yep. was fantastic I actually had shortlisted too. Was the Lord of the Rings the adventure book? Game. I did too. Lord of the Rings adventure book yeah. game. I had that. I had Stranger Things, the Upside Down. Yeah, I thought was a lot of fun. Um, I had Station Fall, which yeah. was a lot of fun. I had Three Ring Circus and Bamboo. Yeah, Three Ring Circus was. I I picked one of the Devere games, and Three yeah. Ring Circus was like super close to Bamboo. Was great. Um, yeah, like I think those are my. Yeah, I had Seas of Havoc, Bamboo, Three Ring Circus, Last Oh, Last Kingdom. Lad, Last Kingdom, yeah. yeah. And Station Falls, Stranger Things, Lord of the Rings Adventure Book, Stuff of Legend, and Forbidden Jungle. Yeah. We're all on my honorable mentions. 
Yeah, I had ones on here too that I was looking at and um, we had like La Familia. That one's just a little harder to get to the table because yeah. it's a hard teach. Yep. Um, and then uh, they just, yeah, some of these games, what else did we have on there or that I was looking at? Um, Dawn of Ulos was fun. It was I fun. I really yeah. enjoyed Dawn of Ulos. Yeah, that was good. I want to get those things painted. I still haven't, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, like there were so many good games this year. It's hard yeah, to, this is a great year. And I think it was stronger than last year to be well, honest. Yeah. And, and watching, um, other top 10 lists, so many games that we haven't even yeah, played, games we haven't right. Played. And we have so many games here that yeah, we haven't that played point, yet. You know, um, to be fair, there's probably games that, uh, the listeners have are like, why is this game yeah. not even on your list or even in your honorable mentions? We probably haven't played it. Yeah. Um, That's probably why. <laughs> uh, but we might we might have it, and we may be playing it soon. Because I have a uh, there's a stack of games just off to my left here. It's literally like about, taller than me. It's yeah, yeah, it's taller than you. So it's what five five foot five. Yeah, I'm five three, so it's, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely so, a stack of games taller than me. Yeah, and there's, so there's a huge stack of games here that are still games uh, of 2023 that we didn't get to. So a game that may be missing from our list might even be coming here shortly Yeah, uh, that you might hear about. So our goal is now to, and, and to be perfectly fair, we might not get to play All your favorite game, favorite game either, right? So yeah. Like, um, yeah. Because we just don't get to play every game. The majority yeah. of the games that we have are games that we buy. Yes. Okay. So like we're, <laughs> not, we're not getting review copies, uh, you know, Hand over showing fist. up like yeah. every other day here. So we get, you know, we get a few things, but the vast, vast majority of everything we have is stuff that we've purchased. So, yeah. uh, so we are limited <laughs> on what we do get to play, Yeah. but you might, uh, you might hear, uh, one of your favorites that didn't make the list, uh, in the next few episodes. Cause yeah. it looks like we have our work cut out for us for the first couple months of yep. the year anyway. <laughs> And, um, yeah, if there's something you'd particularly like to hear about, um, let us know, make sure to email us. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Me on Maple that note, what is it? Uh, maple dungeon at gmail.com or the maple, dungeon? the maple dungeon at gmail.com. So you on can that tell note, who checks the email <laughs> Yes. <laughs> on that note, I think we can call this, uh, an episode. Our next episode, I believe is going to be our top 10 most anticipated yes. games of 2024. Um, and that probably won't entail games that carried over from 2023. We're talking yeah. about 2024 releases. Yeah. I would think. Oh, yeah. For that episode. So, um, but yeah, I think we'll call this an episode. And uh, yeah, like we said, you can email us, themeepledungeon at gmail.com. You can find us on X with a whole bunch of pictures and stuff. At Meeple Dungeon. At Meeple Dungeon. And our YouTube uh, channel is The Meeple Dungeon. And there's going to be an unboxing because there's a big box right there on the floor that I I think is going to be very cool to unbox. I think to be fair, that helps to make up how tall that stack is. It helps. There's a chunk, it's but there are also, tall, also lots box, of games. So that one we're going to do an unboxing for. So you should see a new unboxing of a brand new game that just showed up like what, like yesterday? Yep. Um, so yeah, that should be happening hopefully this week. So um, yeah, we're going to run and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.